0: Christmas is coming, and with Christmas comes gifts. And what better gift to get yourself and your loved ones than the gift of the largest conservative event in American history? That's right, America Fest. It's coming up December 18th to the 21st. Tickets are going. Fast. And once they are done, they're done, folks. So don't come to me and say, but POSO, but POSO, just hook it up. Just, you know, come on, do it. You, you use your POSO magic. Use your agent, put no. No. I told you that the tickets were for sale, tposa.com backslash AmericaFest. I told you to use promo code POSO, all caps, P-O-S-O, for up to 25% off on all your ticketeers. But once they're gone, they're gone. So this Christmas, come on down, America Fest, Phoenix, Arizona all the biggest conservative stars all the biggest country music acts are going to be there it's me it's tucker charlie candace kaylee we will see you there AmericaFest. ladies and gentlemen welcome aboard today's edition of human events daily powered by turning point usa on today's episode i will give you the latest information regarding kyle rittenhouse and the Steele dossier fiona hill is implicated in the latest durham release durham is now investigating the brookings institution A Daily Caller reporter just effectively ended the Kyle Rittenhouse case, and an eyewitness testified that Rosenbaum threatened to kill Kyle Rittenhouse. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. The Steele dossier indictments have begun. Attorney John Durham, the special counsel that was appointed under Bar, who has been continuing his work very quietly in the background for all this time, is now showing signs of life, and the signs he's showing are absolutely massive. I want to read to you a passage from the charging document of Igor Danchenko, who was the source of the Steele dossier. Remember, the Steele dossier was the dirty dossier that was funded by Secretary Clinton's campaign through a series of shell organizations that was used by Jake Taper and Buzzfeed to create the Russiagate conspiracy that launched the Mueller investigation that hampered and throttled the Trump administration for pretty much the entire time he was in office. This all goes back to a lie and we now know a criminal operation that took place throughout 2016 and 2017. And I wanna talk to you a little bit about someone who was working in the background to set it up. Listen to this right here, under the section for PR Executive One. Now PR Executive One is a powerful Democrat operative who's tied to Secretary Clinton. It says, At times relevant to this indictment, PR Executive One was a Virginia-based public relations professional employed by a Washington, D.C.-based public relations firm. In or about February 2016, Think Tank employee One, the aforementioned individual who introduced Danchenko to UK Person One, introduced Danchenko to PR Executive One in connection with potential business opportunities. Who was Think Tank Person One? We can tell you that because we have her identity. That was none other than Fiona Hill. The same Fiona Hill who testified against President Trump in the first ridiculous impeachment over the Ukraine hoax. The same Fiona Hill who's been running around warning us of the dangers of Putin and all the rest of this, saying we're all working for him, Bernie Sanders is working for him. The same Fiona Hill introduces the Russian source of the dossier, to Christopher Steele, and we now know, introduced Igor Danchenko to PR Executive One, who was tied to Secretary Clinton's campaign. Here's a clip of Fiona Hill from just very recent.
1: Putin, sadly, has got all of our political class, every single one of us, including the media, exactly where he wants us. He's got us feeling vulnerable, he's got us feeling Uh, on edge and he's got us questioning the legitimacy of our own systems. But how much of our polarization, of the fact that we are heads butting in in this country, how much of that came from the Russians? Well certainly in 2016 a lot of it did, but they don't invent the divisions. The Russians didn't invent partisan divides. The Russians haven't invented racism in the United States. But the Russians understand a lot of those divisions, and they understand how to exploit them. Do you think we're in a second Cold War? I don't think that we're in a second Cold War. The one thing that people need to bear in mind is that the Russian military still has the capacity to wipe out the United States uh, through a nuclear strike. But there is no ideological struggle. The Cold War, Uh, were two systems against each other. In a sense, we're in the same system. We're competitors.
0: Now, Fiona Hill is a very powerful insider within the national security apparatus of the United States. Not working for the people, this is the same national security state that controls much of Washington, D.C. One of their powerful institutions is known as the Brookings Institution. We'll talk more about that because that was the place that employed both Fiona Hill and Igor Danchenko, who went on to become the source of the dossier. When Fiona Hill testified in 2019, myself and many other people called her out, and rightly so, to say, Fiona Hill, more like Fiona Schill. We knew what she was about, and all hell rained down upon us that day. My name was trending on Twitter for calling her out. Now we know because of this charging document. And people will say, but Jack, she was in President Trump's administration. She was one of the good people. No, I don't care. This doesn't matter. This isn't this side, that side. This is us and the national security state, the American people versus the corruption in in Washington, D.C., in Foggy Bottom, Langley, all the rest of it that we've been talking about. You might call it a deep state. You might call it administrative state, a bureaucratic state, whatever phrase you want to use. This is the situation and we are unraveling their tangled web. Human events daily can now exclusively report. You're not going to hear this anywhere else. You're going to hear it here. And that's why you watch human events daily. The John Durham, the U S attorney, the special counsel is positively investigating the Brookings institution as an organization, this think tank, what role did they play in the genesis of creating the dirty dossier. What we've been told, according to members of the national security uh, community, the IC, is that multiple members of the Brookings Institution have testified before the grand jury that was convened by John Durham. He is looking deeply into the genesis of this plot, this uh, operation. I really was an operation to create false ties between candidate trump then candidate trump for was president trump and to make it look as though that campaign was tied to russia that's what they were doing and so many people that were involved who so we just talked about in the last segment were tied to the brookings institution so what is the brookings institution according to according to bloomberg and this is from eli lake right not a conservative in any way on on thursday Durham indicted a former Brookings Institution researcher named Igor Danchenko on five counts of lying to the FBI. Danchenko was the primary source for Steele's infamous dossier. Fiona Hill had introduced him to Christopher Steele. Fiona Hill was also at the Brookings Institution. So people are saying, what is this? They are a high level, high level national security state apparatus type organization within Washington, D.C., how high level you ask listen to this clip from back in 2015 strobe talbot a former member of the clinton white house who is the head of brookings introduces vice president then vice president joe biden a good friend of the brookings institute to talk about russia and ukraine take a listen
2: Mr. Vice President, on behalf of all of us here, particularly the International Advisory Council, the Brookings Institution, we welcome you here to Brookings today. We know that you are going to be addressing us on one of the most consequential issues of our time, the Russia-Ukraine conflict. The Vice President has been a friend of this institution and a friend of many of us here for many years. Welcome back, Mr. Vice President. It's to be here. Thank you,
0: Mr. So do you see what's going on here? Do you understand what's happening? This institution, the national security state, the same people who were involved in Ukraine in 2013, 2014, 2015, you're going to hear these names over and over again from Maidan, the revolution that was supported by the previous administration that led to the ouster of the democratically elected government in Ukraine to foster This animosity towards Russia that created everything that we saw going forward to turn Russia into an enemy and to make it look as though Russia was manipulating our politicians and our system. Victoria Nuland, Joe Biden, the Brookings Institute, Christopher Steele, Igor Danchenko, Fiona Schill. These are the same names that are going to keep coming up another name that you're going to keep hearing in all of this is jake sullivan and i know i said this yesterday but i'm going to bring it back again jake sullivan was quarterbacking this thing during his role in the secretary clinton campaign in 2016. he was behind the story this false story of the alpha bank server communicating with the trump organization it was totally made up totally fake people even went in and faked computer data and handed it to the FBI and said, look, look, Trump is communicating with the Russians. You've got to investigate, you've got to do this. Then the dossier comes along and says, look, Trump's got all this stuff going on with the Russians and Trump, you've got to investigate, you've got to do this, you've got to do it. And of course, over at the FBI, we now know what happened. But Jake Sullivan went on from all that. He bounced from all that, danced around, danced along, la 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 la, Jake Sullivan dances all the way up to becoming the national security advisor under president biden in the current administration so jake you better lawyer up strobe talbot you better lawyer up everybody at brookings better lawyer up everybody involved robbie mook jennifer palmieri you better lawyer up it's time for all th- i'm just kidding i'm just kidding folks i already know they've lawyered up because people are talking this is what's going on ladies and gentlemen durham is winding up In fact, he's winding down. These stories that are coming out now, the reason this is getting all traction is because he's wrapping things up. He's cutting deals. He's moving into the end game of all of this. That's why you're hearing this come out now. So you get some dirt on someone, you get the indictment, who can they roll on? We'll make things go easier for you. Don't take all these charges. Don't be the fall guy. Give me the next guy up. That's what's going on. That's basically how these guys work. It is very strange. It is very strange for a lot of people in Washington DC to be seeing this level of scrutiny applied to the national security state itself. But that has been John Durham's reputation in the past. And honestly, sir, I congratulate you for what you've done. Get your Christmas shopping did get it did don't sleep on this but if you do want to sleep make sure you're doing it on a my pillow mypillow.com promo code poso. go there get all of the deals get your gifts in help out your family help out yourself you'll be doing fine we've got to talk about the kyle rittenhouse trial because quite frankly it's over it's actually over yesterday on the stand in that courtroom the prosecutor self-immolated and destroyed his own case with his own witnesses. Folks, you will not see something like this happen in American jurisprudence for a long time coming. You're really not gonna see it because you have a prosecutor who has no idea what he's doing. We talked about this before. The only reason Kyle Rittenhouse is on trial is to prevent scrutiny of the Adiramian family and Mayor Adiramian, the guy who was the mayor who let Kenosha burn. His cousin, the DA, and the detective, his nephew, are the ones that are persecuting Kyle Rittenhouse. There is no evidence, none whatsoever, that proves these crimes. So listen, as this witness Richie McGinnis, right, a colleague of mine from the Daily Caller, a fantastic, incredible professional, consummate, just just professional through and through, gave the testimony. Number one, that Kyle Rittenhouse was attacked by Rosenbaum. Listen to this
2: The sequence of the folks that were involved in this running, as we've seen in many other videos is Mr. Rittenhouse is uh, in front, Mr. Rosenbaum is running after him, and you are behind Mr. Rosenbaum. Is that fair to say? Uh, Yes. How far back from Mr. Rosenbaum were you as the as as the the pursuit went through the car source parking lot?
0: Um, Well, it's hard to say because I kind of caught up to them. Um, I was running a bit faster. and so uh, at the time, initially, I was
2: probably thirty feet back when the first when everybody first started running, but then by the time I arrived in the lot, I was fifteen feet. And you continue to be behind Mr. Rosenbaum at the time that the defendant shot and killed him. Correct? Um, I did alter my trajectory a little bit um, when I saw Mr. Rittenhouse turn around and saw Mr. Rosenbaum um lunging for the front portion of the rifle
0: now think about it folks this is the prosecution's witness this is the state's witness the defense hasn't even begun yet and yet from that moment you can hear the case is over kyle was attacked someone was trying to steal the gun from him i already released the footage that the fbi sat on for 14 months but human events daily got our hands on it and we released it in day one and it got millions and millions of views all around the world. And now they're being forced to play it in court. So the prosecutor realized this and he realized how much his name is binger. And he looks, he's, he's a total binger. This guy, it's like, dude, you're a binger. Listen to what happened when he realizes how bad his case has fallen apart. He tries to then treat his own witness as a hostile witness why did he even call this guy? Why did he even call Richie? It's like he didn't even talk to him to understand what was happening. Listen to what happened when he tried to impugn the credibility of Richie McGinnis.
2: I mean, you have no idea what Mr. Rosenbaum was ever thinking at any point in his life. You have never been inside his head. You never met him before. You don't
0: I'm, know. I've never even, i never
2: exchanged words with him, if that's what your question is. So you're interpretation of what he was trying to do or what he was intending to do or anything along those lines is complete guesswork, isn't it?
0: Um, well, he said F- you and then he reached for the weapon. Kaboom, that's what happened. Kaboom, binger. You just got banged, binger. You just got banged. That's pretty much the end of it right there. That's pretty much the end of it. Saying, oh, well, the state of mind and the implications. And, and Richie, with, with by the way, the most Richie McGinnis response you'll ever hear. There's an old adage that lawyers will say. They say, never ask a witness on the stand a question you don't already know the answer to. And he walked right in, the binger, of the ADA's name, walked right into a trap that he'd laid for himself. Kyle Rittenhouse should walk. He is not guilty of these charges, period. We'll get more into that in the next segment. But from a legal perspective, Kyle Rittenhouse should be acquitted of all charges. From LegalInsurrection.com, the excellent work of analyst and lawyer Andrew Branca. State witness Ryan Balch shows Rosenbaum as a violent lunatic. Ryan Balch first met Kyle Rittenhouse the night of August 25th, when both of them showed up to Kenosha in the car source lot to attempt to protect property and provide medical care to the injured. Both men came armed with AR-style rifles, but that was about their only similarity. While Kyle was a 17-year-old lifeguard who had fired his rifle only on one previous occasion, Balch was a former Army infantryman Uh, who had done a tour in Afghanistan, a tour in Iraq, and had put ten or 15,000 rounds to the AR rifle he had owned for years, in part because he used the rifle competitively. Balch's testimony from, I remind you, a state witness was extremely helpful for the defense and extremely hurtful for the prosecution. When Binger asked Balch for his impression of Joseph Rosenbaum that night, Balch replied that every time he encountered Rosenbaum, he was being hyper-aggressive and acting out in a violent manner, always having to be restrained from violence by others. Indeed, Balch said he was approached by other protesters who wanted to ensure him that Rosenbaum was not one of them, not a member of their group. These other protesters wanted no misunderstanding that there might be an association between the hyper-aggressive Rosenbaum and themselves. Listen to this. When Rosenbaum says that, excuse me, Balch says that Rosenbaum got in their face and listen to what Rosenbaum said to Balch and Rittenhouse prior to the events of the shooting that took place later in the night listen to what rosenbaum said to kyle rittenhouse
1: and
2: i stepped in and told everybody chill out calm down stop doing that i turned and had an exchange with one of the protesters and i kind of explained to that protester hey you know i get it get what you're trying to do but like not this and when i turned around rosenbaum was right there in front of my face yelling and screaming and i would said, dude back up just like, chill i don't know what your problem is and he goes you know what? if i catch you guys alone tonight i'm gonna kill you
0: and he said that to you correct did he say that to the defendant as well
2: the defendant was there
0: so yes it's really hard for me to understand exactly what binger is up to and If you didn't have the information that Human Events Daily had presented prior to this, you might be scratching your head as well. Why would a state's witness, the prosecution's witness, come forward and destroy the prosecution's own case? This is what happens when you don't do any prep work. But as I've said before, they don't care. This isn't necessarily about finding justice. In fact, none of this is about finding justice. It's about two things. Number one. It's about the mainstream media having the ability to destroy someone's life, to present a spread, a false narrative throughout the country. Remember, Facebook and Twitter were banning people for saying they supported Kyle Rittenhouse or for sharing out the link to his legal defense fund. Everyone is required and deserves a legal defense. Derek Chauvin, Kyle Rittenhouse, even members of Antifa, every single American citizen deserves a proper legal defense. It's just as simple as that. But the prosecution in this case, I would actually argue that in a just society, they should be prosecuted. The mayor should be prosecuted. The DA should be prosecuted. The detective should be prosecuted. Every single one of them who is involved in this is a criminal as far as I'm concerned. The exact same way early on that we taught when we talked about Russiagate, those were criminals that set up that operation. We live in a country run by criminals. Ladies and gentlemen, that is all the time we have. Thank you so much for being with us. What an incredible, huge news week we've had here. Thank you so much for being a part of this show. Thank you so much for sharing out the scoops that we've had this week. The FBI, Brookings Institute, the fact that they had Kyle Rittenhouse under surveillance. Be the influence agent, our motto to you. Be good, be brief, be gone. Share this out with your normie friends. But before we go, It's time for today's Moment of History. Today, of course, November 5th, Guy Fawkes Day. Guy Fawkes was betrayed and arrested in an attempt to blow up British Parliament in the gunpowder plot, a Catholic revolutionary who was fighting back against Catholic persecution in Britain. Today, also November 5th, is my anniversary with the lovely and beautiful Tanya Tay Posovic. Sweetheart, I love you. I will always love you. And today is the day that God brought us together. Forever. Ladies and gentlemen, you have my permission to lay ashore.